0: Welcome to Wellness Rebranded. We know there is so much conflicting health and fitness advice out there. And you're tired of the
1: wellness fads, endless diets, and impossible standards that make you feel like nothing you do is ever enough.
2: You're ready to tune into your mind and body and feel empowered around health.
0: This is the Wellness Rebranded podcast. We're the healing trio here to help you redesign your relationships with food, fitness, and yourself. I'm Elizabeth, registered
1: dietitian
2: and certified intuitive eating counselor, I'm Maria, licensed mental health therapist.
1: And I'm Tara, personal trainer. Together, we're changing the narrative on health away from diet
0: culture, hustle culture, and toxic positivity and towards healthful self-care. So grab your water bottle and get ready to laugh, learn, and grow. And And let's let's start rebranding your
1: wellness wellness
2: journey. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Wellness Rebranded. This is Maria, and I'm here with Elizabeth and Tara. And we're gonna to talk today about fitness to promote fertility. Tara, bring it on. Mm-hmm.
0: So this was kind of born out of my own life experience, um, and also I had a ton of women um, with over within the past like three or four years who have come to me at the gym and been like, "Hey, I'm thinking about getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I'm like boosting my chances as much as possible. How can you help?" Mm-hmm. So. My own journey started like eight years ago when I started trying to get pregnant, um, and it did not happen very quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, So I kind of dove down the rabbit hole during that time of, am I doing anything that is hindering me from getting pregnant, and what can I do to kind of help In a natural realm. Of course, I ended up going to Shady Grove and doing the whole traditional fertility medicine thing, um, which was awesome. And I highly recommend if that if you're struggling, like, don't wait, just go do. Um, But there are a lot of things that we can do to kind of help promote fertility um, within the gym. So I wanted to talk today about that and also give some tips and tricks for like if you're going through fertility treatments, Mm -hmm. because there's some definite like do's and don'ts for that. Um, Things that can be like super dangerous kind of stuff. So um, first things first, exercise boosts fertility um, to a point. So we know that if you are working out three to four times a week Mm -hmm. at like a moderate intensity, you've got an increased chance of conceiving. Mm, Give us examples of moderate intensity. Yes. So moderate intensity would be like normal weightlifting, a lot like what you do, Elizabeth. Um, (laughs) You mean I'm just normal? (laughs) You're normal, (laughs) just like most of us. Um, Normal weightlifting, it would be things like, Um, walking or jogging, like that's all very Mm -hmm. moderate, um, things like group classes, um, in like the body pump or bar, Pilates, that kind of stuff is all considered like moderate exercise. Yeah. CrossFit's kind of a tricky one, right? Because if you love CrossFit, I don't want to tell you to like stop doing it, Mm -hmm. but if you're having trouble conceiving, you might want to like scale it back a little bit, take more breaks. Don't worry about getting your name up on the leaderboard. You know, and maybe like scale the volume a little bit.
2: Mm -hmm. That makes sense because I'm thinking also like if you were not exercising before, is it a good time to start exercising when you um, um, are trying to conceive? Yes, for sure, for sure.
0: Um, You may not want to go all out, like don't join F45 or something. Uh Um, At that time, you're looking for a more moderate workout. Uh Um, But by all means, like start walking. That's a like walking is so underrated, Mm -hmm. you know, it's good for everything. We're gonna do a bunch of episodes on fertility, pregnancy, postpartum, menopause, Mm -hmm. and you're gonna hear me say in every single one of them, like, walk. Yeah, you need to go for walks a lot of the time. Yeah, Yeah. I love walking,
1: and it makes sense that you're. Suggesting that it's better to stay in that moderate intensity because
0: really exercise is a form of stress for your body, right? Yeah, totally. Whether our body is stressed out because of like life factors, like a death in the family, a wedding, a vacation, or exercise, we kind of like perceive it all the same way. Which is also so interesting because exercise
1: is also an evidence based way to complete the stress cycle. So it depends on <laughs> yes
0: the the intensity yeah. and the frequency mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yes, so. Um, If you're just trying to conceive naturally and you don't have any fertility issues, um, you can kind of like take the gloves off and do whatever you want within reason. Mm -hmm. If you are going through fertility treatments, there's a couple more guidelines that we should probably follow. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you're starting IVF or IUI, Um, IUI is like an intrauterine insemination. Mm -hmm. This is like what I did to conceive my son. Um, It's basically like a turkey baster at the right moment Mm -hmm. with a lot of drugs Mm -hmm. in between, right? Um, So if you're doing this, you can do whatever workouts you've been doing until you start your stims. So when when you're in the midst of fertility treatments, there's a whole ton of testing they make you do in the beginning. Um, they want to make sure your fallopian tubes look good and your uterus is hospitable and that everything is functioning properly during that time, you can work out however you really want to. Um, again, moderate is the goal, but if you wanted to throw in a couple higher intensity days like really fast running or a hit class, you know it's okay. Mm-hmm. Once you start doing stims, the whole idea is that you're growing a bunch of eggs in your ovaries. Um, Typically, we get like one egg in each ovary-ish per month, and then we ovulate, and that's when you get pregnant, right? Um, But during stims, you'll get like 15 or 20 eggs, hopefully, right? The point is to get like a lot. And we try to grow them all to maturity so that when we go in and like harvest the eggs, you can have potentially more embryos. It's a very expensive process, right? So you want to get as many eggs as possible so that you get as many embryos as possible so that you have as many chances as possible to conceive. Mm -hmm. So during that time, your ovaries are like really big and heavy. Mm -hmm. We don't typically think of this, right? Your ovaries are about the size of almonds Mm -hmm. normally. But when you have a ton of eggs growing in there, they get way bigger. So during that time, you really need to back off and it should be only walking And like moderate to light weightlifting um, because of the risk of ovarian torsion. So what that means is your beautiful little ovary that like hangs out there might get twisted. Mm. And then you lose blood supply and it'll end up needing like surgery or it could be like a serious issue if Mm -hmm. that happens. So we don't want to do anything high intensity. We don't want to do any kind of jumping. Um, We don't even want to go running. Because of the risk there. Any sort of like inverted, like yoga or gymnastics, things like that, are definitely not recommended um, for that just because of the risk of ovarian torsion. Mm -hmm. Technically, everything else would be okay, but that's a big enough risk that you don't want to play with that.
2: Interesting. Never thought of that. It makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you kind okay. of feel it.
0: Like as your ovary, the eggs in your
2: ovaries get bigger, you yeah. almost
0: feel like bloated in there. And mm-hmm. that you're
2: producing more than ever in your life before because totally. you're going through this treatment. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: It's a wild time. And the stems can make you feel, you know, like bloated and uncomfortable and emotional because you're like you know, Mm -hmm. shooting yourself up with hormones every day. So you may not be in like the right frame of mind to even exercise. Mm
1: -hmm. Right.
0: And that's okay, too. If as long as you get in walking like twice a week, I would really be like, this is fine. Right. But if we're talking perfect world, whether you're trying to conceive naturally or whether you're doing fertility treatments, I would look for like two 30-ish minute weightlifting sessions per week
2: Mm
0: -hmm. and two days of walking. And or a cardio of your choice. Right. Yeah. And really, as always, listen to your body, right? Totally. If your your body's going to feel crazy during stims, like there's definitely some days that you're not feeling it. For me, I had a headache with one of the drugs I was on. So every day at like three o'clock, like splitting headache would happen. And then I kind of figured out if I don't get my workout in before that, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So it took me a while to like adjust my routine mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure. But even if it's like, hey, I don't feel like doing this, that's okay, too, because, you know, you're you're going through a whole thing here. Yeah. You need to be aware of what your body's going through, how it's adapting to it, and how can you be kind to your body during this time? Yeah, I was just thinking it's all really about taking care of yourself and supporting
1: yourself. Yeah. And I love how you said it took me a while to figure out to do it in the morning, and that felt good, is it's it's like a tool that I try to teach everyone is like, it's always be curious, yes. right? Like your body has so much to teach you and it's just being curious and experimenting and asking questions and trying things out seeing what does and
2: doesn't feel good. And so much happening, not only physically, but emotionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one thing I want to tell you, Tara, that I'm so happy you brought this up because there's so many women out there dealing with fertility issues that they don't talk about because they don't think it's as common. And I want to say that both of my kids were actually conceived With fertility treatment. Okay. So is you're not alone, I'm not alone. It happens more often than we think. So we're not going to get into depth here about the emotional part of it, but any listeners out there who have gone through fertility treatments, you're not alone. Is more common than we think. And it's important to talk about because it can be a very lonely experience mm-hmm. absolutely because we can talk about it so thank you so much for bringing it up. oh my gosh
1: i have like chills right now because i that's like why i love our podcast is this the different healing
0: perspectives yeah and such an like i just love that you brought that up that's actually like one of the reasons why i'm so open about my journey mm-hmm. i was diagnosed with polycystic ovaries mm-hmm. when i was in like 17 So I knew from basically like the beginning that I would have trouble conceiving. So for me, this wasn't this huge emotional, like, my body's damaged, what do I do? Mm -hmm. But I have so many close friends that found out in their 30s, like, wait, I can't get pregnant. Mm -hmm. And it is a huge deal for them. And it does feel very shameful for some of them. I kind of look at it through the lens of like, well, I'd wear contacts and I needed braces too. Right. So like, what's the difference?
2: (laughs) But once you start talking about it, you realize many people have gone through similar experiences and you open that door to talk about these things. Yes. You know, because we don't go voluntarily and say, hi, hi, I'm Maria. I went through fertility treatment, right? Right. But when, when I started talking about it, because I'm like you, I have no problem in sharing it. If I can be of help for somebody else to say, you... I mean, I went through something similar, something similar. If you need any support, I'm here. Then it's it's like, oh, like we can all come together. Take a deep breath. Absolutely. We're
0: like in it together, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So um, I think it's really important to kind of like check in with your body, check Mm -hmm. in with your mind and emotions, and like make sure you're doing the right thing for you during fertility treatments. And your support network. Yes. 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 Um, another thing to note is you really shouldn't exercise more than four hours a week when you're trying to conceive um, mm-hmm. even if it is moderate intensity so if you're going for like you know three or four walks a week and they're an hour long like that's enough you really don't need to go more than that because we've found that excess exercise actually decreases your risk of pregnancy
2: oh you okay. mean
0: your chance of yeah yeah okay <laughs> risk chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah, decreases your chances of getting pregnant. Makes it hard. Thank you for translating, Maria. (laughs) From English to English. (laughs) Um, So other things that I would recommend um, is stress relief. Mm. Um, Comes up every time. Every time, man. You know, trying to get pregnant is really stressful. Um, Even if you know, like me, like, hey, I knew my body was not going to happen naturally. Um, it was still stressful for me, and I knew it was coming. So I can only imagine that if you're, like, in your 30s and trying to get pregnant and you're blindsided by the fact that, you know, your eggs are old or your ovaries don't even grow your eggs all the way or whatever the case may be, um, that's, like, way more stressful, mm-hmm. right? So we're really looking. It's because you're not
1: prepared. You're not You prepared. had time to prepare. Yeah. I
0: prepared inadvertently like my whole life for this Um, and everybody else is just being shocked with it and then having to make choices because the older you get the less your fertility Um, so much pressure too yes on on timing and decisions Yes. yes Totally. And I don't think like doctors help. Like I went to the doctor at one point and they were like, your eggs are getting powdered. You better hurry. I know. And I was yeah. like, I'd kind of like to be married first,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yes. Um, So I kind of felt the pressure there too. But um, doing things that are going to help relieve that stress, like um, bar, yoga, Tai Chi, Pilates, oh. you know, think of like the mind body exercises. Those are going to be really helpful. But if you find whatever kind of exercise helpful, do that. If it's all like, if, you know, boxing relieves stress for you, right? do the boxing. Well, and also
1: there may be things that relieve your stress that aren't movement related, yeah, too. I absolutely. I mean, I know that we're talking specifically <laughs> about movement, but just to point
2: out. Yeah. What about stretching? Like, for example, mm, for me, question. stretching is really relaxing. Like at yes. the end of a, a light exercise, just holding my knees, you mm-hmm. know, hugging my knees and... The child pose, for example, those kind of stuff. Yeah. Totally add that in.
0: Okay. Um, once you get pregnant, that's a different story. Well, yeah. And we'll talk about that. Okay. Um, but during fertility, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Do all the stretching. Okay. For sure. Um, a couple other tips would be don't smoke, don't drink alcohol in excess. I mm-hmm. recommend not drinking alcohol at all while you're trying to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly if you're on like drugs for fertility like mm, it's not a oh, good combo yeah um you can technically you can but i don't recommend it
2: oh so there's um, no medication that says like do not mix with alcohol i'm thinking like psychiatric medications 99 yeah. percent of them says do not mix with alcohol yeah. not, you like, know like there I might be one or
0: two i never took any of those mm-hmm. i've not heard of any of those for fertility but you know I would just, like, err on the side of caution. Yeah. And then, of course, once you have your, like, turkey basting or your transfer or whatever, you're in your two-week wait where you don't know if you're pregnant or not. Right. So, of course, alcohol alcohol is contraindicated during <clears throat> yes. that time. Yes. <clears throat> I want to talk a little bit about male factor fertility issues. Um, we don't talk about this much, um, mostly because I feel like it's even more shameful for men um, knowing that, Whatever issue they have going on is preventing a pregnancy from happening. Um, But there's actually a really great solution if you have low sperm count, um, and it's heavy weightlifting. Mm. I know this sounds like very on-brand for me. All I do (laughs) is preach heavy weightlifting. Um, But I'll give you a personal example. My husband will be...
2: Wait, 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 what? So lifting heavy weights helps or does not help? It does help. Huh. Okay. Yes.
0: So when we started Shady Grove in like April of whatever year that was, they, you know, do a sperm sample and then they test how many sperm are in it and are they swimming properly and all the things. And my husband was good to go. I forget how many million sperm or whatever were in there, but that was enough. Right. And then he started doing this super high intensity, like five days a week, heavy weightlifting program. Um, Completely unrelated. Completely unrelated. Uh He just likes to be a dude bro. And then, of course, the day you go in for like your turkey basting, um, they like test all the sperm again and make sure it's all good. And then they wash it, which basically means they take out anything that's not live sperm. Um, And his sperm count had increased by like 5 million sperm. Wow. Um, So, sample of one. (laughs) Sample of one, which caused me to dive deep into the research on this. And we absolutely have research that supports that. Um, Heavy lifting increases testosterone. Um, Side note, that's why men with prostate cancer should not do heavy lifting Mm, um, because testosterone feeds prostate cancer. So um, it is really great for fertility. Um, So if you are doing heavy lifting several days a week, um, at least four is what the consensus was, um, you're going to increase sperm count. So if you're listening to this and you've got that situation going on in your life, Getting in a heavy Good weightlifting tip. program would be really, really helpful for that. Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> <clears throat> Last thing, um, a lot of what we do in fertility fitness is all geared towards helping you conceive and then making sure your body's ready to carry a pregnancy, right? Hopefully till full term. Um, so we're really trying to, like, get our body strong, get our body healthy, make sure that pregnancy will be successful and with minimal complications. Um When you go to a fertility place, they are going to address BMI with you, which you guys know how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. It infuriates me to no end. And I actually um, went into the research on this too. And there is no research that suggests that BMI plays any sort of role in conception when using fertility treatments. Mm -hmm. So if you are feeling like your, you know, BMI is too high to go to the fertility place, don't you can definitely still get pregnant no matter what your BMI is, mm-hmm. whether they take you on as a patient or not? That right. is, I was just thinking. I
1: wonder if there are weight neutral fertility clinics. Ah,
0: oh, that would be nice, wouldn't it? If not, someone out there,
1: please open one,
0: right? Yeah, <laughs> please give us a fertility treatment clinic that will work with everybody. Mm-hmm. So, those are my tips for fertility fitness. Um, I actually have a fertility fitness program that I run with people all over the world. It's completely virtual. Um, So if anyone is looking to get pregnant and wants a supportive person who understands how it is and also loves the research on this kind of thing, um, hit me up. My contact info is in the show notes. Um, I would love to help you on your fertility journey. And I can
1: personally attest to how much fun you'll have training with Tara. Thank you. (laughs) And as always, if you enjoyed the show, well, first of all, thank you so much for listening and tuning in. We are so grateful for each and every one of you. If you enjoyed the show, we would be so super grateful if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts so we can get the uh, healing and anti-diet word out to so many more people. If you would like to connect with us offline, we would love to connect with you. You can find me uh, at Elizabeth Harris Nutrition on
0: Facebook and Instagram. And you can find me on Facebook or Instagram at Terra DeLeon Fitness. I'd love to hear from you.
2: And you can find me on Instagram at coaching underscore therapist. And I would love to connect with you too. Have a great day.